Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, October 28th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bolcher. We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Before we jump into our discussion, let us begin with a prayer. Let us pray. As we rejoice in the gift of this day, may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Our scripture passage comes from the book of Romans, chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. Listen for a word from God. Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand. We boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings, knowing that our suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not disappoint us. Because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. Brett, in this passage, the Apostle Paul writes that hope is something we can boast about. What do you think he means there? I think that what what Paul is is getting at here is that, you know, there are lots of things that we can boast about, and there's lots of things people do boast about. And Paul is constantly helping us reimagine how we see the world and how we act in the world and how we see power and how we see pride. And so he is using this idea of boasting and hope, which is kind of absurd when you think about it. When was the last time you've heard someone do a low-key brag about hope? <laughs> um, but it's, it's this idea that this is something that we take pride in. This is something that we look forward to. As we talked about um, on, on Monday, hope being this state of being, of knowing that God is working and is in the world. And so... To hope or to boast in that is to have pride, to be excited, to know that God in our hope is working in the world. What do you you think? Yeah, I think that's very true. And I think when it says boast, I don't think he necessarily means we're supposed to go around telling people about it. But I think he's pointing out that hope is an element of our faith tradition that we are very lucky to have, Mm -hmm. that we should be very grateful for. Um, and I think we want to combine that with the knowledge that it has nothing to do with humanity. It's God's gift to us, right? So, like, I can boast about my kids all day long, and I know that 90% of any achievement they have is because of who they are. Mm -hmm. It has almost nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. Well, I think Paul is saying we have been given this expectation of hope because of who God is, Hmm. and you can take comfort and be proud of that fact, um, but it has nothing to do with us. Well, and, 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 you know, why why do we boast? We boast because we're proud of something and we think that that something is good. Yes, right? special. Special, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and it is. It is. Yes. Uh, 
And so, you know, you boasting your kids because you think your kids are pretty darn special and yeah. pretty darn good. Uh, and and so that if we look at hope in our lives in that same manner, uh, then that's what we want to boast about because it's good and it's great. Yeah. What do you think about, you know, he has this part about suffering um, and about how it can be a good thing. Does that mean we're supposed to feel great while we go through the suffering? Like, what do you think about his idea that suffering produces character and mm-hmm. all that stuff? I think that there's a really important distinction of um, that, that, that needs to be pointed out because of historical context that Paul is talking about for my own self. I'm looking at my suffering and I'm seeing how that's producing good and character in me. Christianity at different points in its history has as as a part in power as perhaps an, an oppressor has used that to oppress other people and say right. and say this suffering is good for you. I'm not going to suffer, but this is good for you. So it it needs to be pointed out that almost Almost, unless you are, there's important power dynamics, but um, like you cannot say to someone who is suffering because of a spot that they're at of like, you know what, this is good for you, um, I think, because of how it's been used in the past. That being said, for my own self um, and, and knowing the difficulties that we go through, that the exiles we go through that we talked about on Monday, um, that that holding on to hope in those situations can absolutely strengthen my realization of God's work in the world. And I think that that produces the most important character in me and and being aware of God and, and where God is. Yeah, I also think that, like you said, it's Paul looking back. Yeah. Right? I have never been in a place of what I considered suffering and done it well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I yeah. complain. I... Um, I cry. I think it's never going to end. And I don't ever want to diminish the fact that that's what suffering is like. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, but I have been able to look back over my life with, I will add some, some little bit of spiritual maturity mm-hmm. and see that it's through those tough places that I have become a better person. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Um, middle school, I think, for everyone is... Awful. Awful. Um, And when my girls were in middle school, I can remember one of their teachers saying to me, um, you know, their whole lives, you've tried to prevent them from having any bad consequences or suffering. Mm -hmm. Well, middle school is the time where they need to start experiencing a little bit of difficulty in a relatively safe environment because Mm -hmm. that's what starts to form their character. Mm. And they were right. Um, But it was really hard. Well, and, and I think if we look at the beginning of this of, of this section, before we even get to the suffering, it talks about um, the access that we have to the grace, that, to the grace of Jesus Christ. And for me, when it's looking back on those moments of suffering, I see the way that grace uh, has of Jesus Christ worked in my life. And then I think, and going through the suffering creates an empathy of like, oh, for example, um, I wrestled in high school, and my sophomore year, I was the same body type I am now, but I weighed 15 pounds less, and then I would cut an additional 15 pounds from 150 to 135, and I was miserable to be around. Just just an awful, awful thing, because I was so 
You were starving. I was starving my body. I I was so (laughs) diminished. But, um, and so people that may have interacted with me at at that moment, me like, man, that guy is a jerk. Um, But that's not, you know, ontologically who or what I was. It was just in that moment of, of pain. And so knowing that the, the pain that we've gone through and how we may lash out then gives us room to have grace for others when they may lash out within, within their own exile, within their own suffering. Yes. And the tr- I'll just go ahead and claim the truth for myself that I don't always want to be better because <laughs> yeah. it comes about my suffering. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm good right here. <laughs> to close, I have a quote from C.S. Lewis from his book, A Grief Observed. Oh, I think you're supposed to read this. It's all right. You're a good reader. I'll read it, though. (laughs) He says, We were promised sufferings. They were part of the program. We were even told, Blessed are they that mourn. And I accept it. I've got nothing that I hadn't bargained for. Of course, it is different when the thing happens to oneself, not to others. And in reality, not in imagination. That's true. Amen. Thank you all so much for joining us. Come back again on Friday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.